Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio, joined by Randy Angston. What's up, man? Hey, just, you know, staying cool. Staying that's cool, what, that's baby. What the, name the game is right now. Speaking of staying cool, I got a new cabin up in yeah. the uh, White Mounds of Arizona. It's nice and cool up there when it's about 100. I think um, the highest it gets in that town is 82 degrees. That's the high in Beautiful. like July, August. The high country. Yeah. The, and that's a, that's a unique thing about Arizona is like most people that think of Arizona think of you know, the valley, the desert, it's hot as hell all year round everywhere. Do we get snow like two hours north? Like, all the time i know You're like some of the some of the largest snowfall of any city in the united states yeah. is in flagstaff yeah Arizona. and people have no idea that this other half of the state even exists well the wildest thing was when i went to go take walk this house during the winter time it was snowing up there mm -hmm. 30 minutes from this gym there was snow up up yeah back back side of shea in the 87 yeah i mean you know i mean i'm 28 minutes door to door from here and my backyard can get sprinkles, you know, so pretty wild. So anyways, that's a little geography lesson for <laughs> anybody that wants to know anything more about Arizona. Guys, got a great topic for you today coming off the heels of the Grow Summit. Um, again, we're recording this prior to the Grow Summit. So it, the Grow Summit's in three days. Yeah, like, we're right. We're uh, ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we ready. We ready. Been preparing for this. So if you came to the Grow Summit, we'd love to chat, hear, hear from you. Leave a review on this, uh, on these episodes. Yeah, I love right? that. Five star. But uh, this this um, episode, we're talking high ticket, right? High ticket's a buzz, buzzword, not only in the fitness industry, but also in general business. Everybody's like, well, wouldn't, doesn't it make sense to sell high ticket and have less clients or versus a low ticket offer? And, you know, it, it's really there's pros and cons 100%. just like any there's no perfect solution for anything now the the thing about high ticket is it it um when you can make some sales happen over maybe a month or two you can generate a lot of revenue and you know being full transparency we've done high ticket stuff here in the past mm -hmm. as well where we we made 40 30 40 grand extra in a in a given month and it was pretty cool uh, but the unfortunate thing is that I'm seeing, yeah. at least the trend in the industry, is gym owners are seeking out a high-ticket solution to compensate their shortcomings of their foundational business itself. Well, I think that if we preface this, and I think the reason that they're doing that, it goes back to a couple episodes ago when we talked about like the desperation or like needing to do something today to generate revenue. Mm -hmm. The idea of high-ticket is one of those things, Right. I can I can generate that big number that I need to, to to exist for the next month, survive for the next month, stay afloat for the next month, whatever it may be. Yep. This is one of those things that people gravitate towards. And to your point, they're doing it in a way that it, because it's a place of desperation or scarcity, or maybe it's just pure excitement, right? The idea of large numbers and and moving that route is exciting. And sure. who wouldn't love you know a consistent 
you know, higher revenue each month with something like high ticket. But if you're doing it in place of, or, um, at the expense of, you know, the, the operations that you're running daily, that's where we're, you know, kind of want to draw the, the attention to that's where you have a problem. Yes. Yeah. And so it's to compensate for the shortcomings mm-hmm. of their, of their standard business. And, and the, the thing that we really enjoy or teach or, or really preach here is that, you know, when, when we can get a business or a gym's recurring revenue to exceed their base operating expenses, the, the, the gym owner itself, the business can take a deep breath because yeah. you've got your bills covered. And, and like at the end of the day, like that's number one priority. And if you're a gym that's constantly having to come up with whiz bang marketing strategies and challenges and in high ticket, low ticket challenge, three week paid in full package deals, get the money now, it gets exhausting. And I will tell you that the most creative gym owner on the planet is the gym owner that's got payroll due next week and they don't have enough money in the bank. And boy, do they come up with some of the most creative paid in full offers on the planet And, and good on you because you have to make the money somewhere, yeah. you know, or you come out of pocket and, and that's not the, not the goal. So what the, the challenge becomes is instead of focusing on building the recurring revenue, gym owners or business owners try to find other solutions that maybe on paper seem to be easier, get the money now, but then it just like kicking the king down the road to yeah. next month and you're in the same position again, next month and the next month and the next month. The fitness industry has a huge advantage in reoccurring revenue. And a lot of gym owners will look at recurring revenue as like, oh, that's just the way it is. It's not the way it is in no. other industries. If you if you to look around you and you look at other businesses out there, for example, a restaurant, if they don't sell food today and meals today, they don't make money today. Mm-hmm. How about a, a hair salon? If a hair, if a lady or, or whoever's cutting your hair doesn't cut the hair today, they don't make money today. A car dealership is as big as that is. If they're not selling a car today, they don't have subscription revenue. So let's not give them the idea, okay? Well, the point is, is we, we have a huge advantage yeah. in, in what we call subscription revenue. And yeah, a lot of gyms are like, well, I don't do annual contracts and I don't do, I just do open agreements. It's still subscription revenue. It's recurring revenue that you're, you've got a card on file. You're going to bill that person's card next month for services rendered. Mm-hmm. You don't have to resell that person each and every time. You don't have to sell the widget today or the meal today or the haircut today to get the money today. Correct. You sold it six months ago. Yeah, sale takes place once, right? It's reconfirmed every time they show up in your four walls. Right. And and that's where, yeah, and that's what your service should do, should reconfirm their decision to buy from you, right? And that's where retention comes in play. And that's what keeps people happy and staying with you. Right. But we have this, we have this as an advantage where a Mm -hmm. lot of other businesses don't. So why do we throw that away and say like, oh, I'm going to sell this high ticket thing today to just to make an extra 10 grand or five grand or whatever it is to compensate for the lack of subscription recurring revenue when we should just focus on that. Well, you know what the the unique thing about an advantage is? It's only an advantage if you take advantage of it. If you only you you have to use it in order for it to be an advantage. A lot of times these advantages exist for a lot of people, right? I guarantee some of those other businesses could figure out how to create a subscription service or oh yeah. a re- a retention strategy, a reoccurring model. Mhm. But they haven't. 
right? So that advantage that we have is equal to the advantage that they could take, but they're not utilizing it. Fitness businesses are doing the same damn thing because they have that advantage at their fingertips and they're doing other things to not take advantage of the one biggest variable mm -hmm. that we have in this industry that really gives us a unique edge. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. It gives us an edge. And so you look at a business who maybe has recurring revenue good. Maybe mm -hmm. you have 200 members on recurring revenue. The other, the other side of that equation is, are you charging enough? Is the model that you are running even in alignment with your the base operating expenses that you need to pay. Your rent is high, your payroll's high, and you you do a lot of you, you want to pay yourself a lot of money. You have to charge a lot of money at least to you know, to cover those expenses. Now, do you do it through recurring revenue or do you have to get that kind of close and then drop big ticket stuff on top to cover the gap? Yeah, and we and that, and that, I think that's where the, kind of the idea comes from. We work with a lot of gym owners that have found themselves in that position, right? Or have had that business that was built on monthly recurring revenue, got either sold to an idea of high ticket or, you know, jumped on that train. And then there's their focus shifts, right? It's new, shiny ball, exciting, big revenue, and you're you're taking advantage of that as much as you can at the expense of what you were doing mm -hmm. consistently before. And that's that that's probably the worst of it all, right? You're you're trying to get ahead and what you're doing is you're you're taking that shortcut that seems like it's great today and it's at the expense of the future of the business. Yeah, we saw it loud and clear with the six week challenge and I'm yep. surprised it still exists, but there's gyms that buried themselves by selling, you know, these front end offers neglecting their current clientele, letting people walk out the back door while they're focused on the front end revenue all day, every day. And that, that'll never stop because once everybody's gone out of your gym, you don't have no retention. You, you have to sell. You gotta go back to your desperation. You're yeah. back in to sell the meal today, make money today. And, and that's a tough, tough place to be. And I, I'm gonna, I said it, I'm saying it on stage, it's all over my presentations when monthly reoccurring revenue exceeds your base operating expenses, your life changes. It just does. You should celebrate that, right? The other thing is, do you know what your base operating expenses yeah. are? That, that's that's actually an easy number to figure out. You just go look at the last 12 months of expenses divided by 12, and there you go. That's what you got to overcome. That's what it costs to run your operation every every month. And, on, and I mean, to Tim's example, I mean, yeah. it's an average. That's that's where we start yeah. with these things. That's where, you, that's, those, yeah. that's where your numbers come from. You have to understand the averages are, are really what you you track in this business and yeah. i'm saying that because to the same point we hear people talking all the time oh i had a hundred thousand dollar month well how did you get that hundred thousand dollars oh i sold you know eight high-end high ticket offers above my my normal base operating expense that's a hell of a great month take that all day long is it sustainable can you do that again this month is that the business that you're running or is that shot in the dark that worked one time you've you've somewhat sabotaged some of those relationships because of how you know how a lot of them are facilitating some of these offers and then here we are one month later in the exact same boat if not worse because we have to go figure it all out again yeah. and that's the issue is it's not a it's not being done in a systemized strategic layered approach perhaps right it's just all or nothing shock and awe what can we grab today yeah. And we're not even thinking about how, how to facilitate it, what it's going to do to the current business, what it's going to do to current um, clients, uh, clients, you clients. know what I mean? Or like the community aspect of your gym. All of that stuff has to be considered if you're even going to consider bringing in a high ticket offer. Yeah.
or any type of low well, here, front end here's offer. the we're not against uh, listen not i'm not all. against yeah. high ticket here's what we're against we're against using high ticket to to overcome your shortcomings of your standard business if you have to compensate and you have to come up with the the whiz bang play and the high ticket thing to to cover your bills and you have to do it every single month after that yeah you don't have a business you, you yeah. have a sales operation correct you, you're all you're doing is selling because if your current recurring revenue does not exceed your base operating expenses then you have to use high ticket in order to overcome the gap you'll never get out of that cycle you will always have to continue to sell in order to cover the gap and if you think about it i mean the, the those that are talking about high ticket those that are pushing it at, you know there's many programs out there that can help you with all of those things they're all marketing and sales or like oriented not one single organization is going to tell you how to fulfill and how to follow through and how to actually serve the client that you just sold and it reminds me a lot of the digital marketing stuff it's a desperation play if you look at digital marketing across the board there's so many of these quote-unquote gurus out there that are saying hey it doesn't matter you know what your program consists of it doesn't matter don't even go build it yet go market sell and sell it yeah and if people will buy it now now the obligation's on you to go create it well i like the that from a desperate anybody has an opportunity to go make a dollar sure it works but is that the seed i want to sit in is that the integrity and the authenticity do i feel good about serving those people because the idea of what they bought is the best of what i can bring to the table or is it the minimum of what i can bring to the table because that's what they paid for Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. That's why I sold them. And, and exactly, and, and I, do, I don't think that's the right way to go about it. And unfortunately, High Ticket is doing that to a lot of the fitness business. We're creating this grandiose belief that, oh, people, people will spend that kind of money. Well, sure, some will. But is it sustainable? Can you run a business around that? Is it something that you're in six months from now, you're going to be able to, to do and operate and run every single day yeah. as part of the business? If that's not the case, maybe that's not where you should, should be focused right well, now. Well, I think you nailed it when you said the high ticket programs that gym owners can go buy are 100% sales and marketing oriented. How do you get the sale? Yep. Very little, if any information is given to the gym owner on how to deliver the service that you just sold. Sure, there may be some some tactics and strategies, but essentially that's up to the gym to figure out. But boy, we can sell it. We can sell it. We can you can twist the knife on somebody and make a deal happen and we can get them to break down and we can get them to come up with the money and we're going to get you the money. But at the end of the day, how are you serving that client you just took the money from? And I'll tell you, we did it here, okay? Yeah, yep. We did it here and we stopped doing it because we it was 100% on Zach on the other room. We're, he's a great salesman. Absolutely. That's awesome. I mean, he, but he's also very proud of what we have here yeah. and the services that we provide. And, and that's where the integrity and the, all and, that stuff comes in. And he, he put maybe seven to 10 
clients through a high ticket, anywhere from two thousand to seven thousand dollars. I think it was like three thousand to seven thousand. Yeah, seven thousand dollar deal. He worked his ass off to serve these clients. He was he was doing uh, calls with them. He was keeping track of them. And you know, at the end of the day, maybe three of them popped out better. Four didn't, or six didn't. He's like, what are we really doing here? And, and he couldn't get his head wrapped around selling it anymore. He just couldn't do it. Sure. The money was great. And we had a pretty good month or two, two or three months when we did it. But at the end of the day, he's like, dude, I, we're not helping these people. Like yeah. they're, they're, they're paying for it for the promise of hopefully I'm going to finally get rid of the weight and finally change my life. And finally, and it didn't matter how hard we worked on these clients. You know, three of them popped out, and I don't think any of them are even here anymore. And this hasn't even been a year ago. Sure. So, it's 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 a tough it's a tough place to be now. Granted, we're in the we're in the seat of our recurring revenues well in excess of our base operating expenses. So we're not desperate. Correct. Yet. And yeah. So he he went back to like let's just run our play. We don't need to do any of this stuff. It, it was good to try, and yeah, we made some sales. But at the end of the day, the clients that popped out the other end. They were no different or better off than well, any let's, other client. Well, let's talk about that one, that specifically too, because delivering is really what gym owners need to be thinking about in, in a couple of different ways. Can we, right? Like, is it just as a team, like, do we have what it takes to deliver and feel good about delivering that service at that cost? Can we is one thing. Who's going to be doing it? And that's another thing. We help gym owners win. Every gym owner that we talk to wants more, 99% of them want less work work on their plate, right? They want to be in the day-to-day -day operations less, which means that if they're going to bring in a high ticket system or high ticket program, they shouldn't be considering their own fulfillment on that program whatsoever. This yeah. is where the who, not a how thing, right? This is a who issue in your business. Can I bring this into my business? Can we facilitate it? Sure. Can we sell it? Sure. Like all of our typical, like anything else you bring into your business. Does this have legs? Absolutely. Well, if you can answer all of those questions and the only answer for who in the organization is going to be fulfilling these clients, who's going to be meeting with the added accountability? Who's going to be doing their, their custom nutrition program? Who's going to be delivering their custom one-on-one -on -one style, uh, you know, workout program does all of that fit into the system that your business is running today if the answer is no it's not the right choice for your business if you have to break your business in order to facilitate this new program whiz bang whiz bang program it's not right if it falls on you as the owner to facilitate this it's probably not right is the juice worth a squeeze is very very relevant when it comes to the things that you can bring into this business um had a conversation about just a other thing, right? There's a lot of ancillary options to bring into the fitness business. I'm telling you guys, the one biggest variable that I think stands out more than anything else, other than you know your ability to fulfill it as a as a business as a whole, is are you the owner, the one that's responsible for fulfillment? Yeah, that's I can't, you can't be the owner, guys. If you ever want to get out of your business. You can't bring something in that like, oh, well, the coaches are too busy training and doing the thing, so I'll handle it. Yeah, you make eight grand extra this month, but at what expense? Now you got to do all the work and you're the guy, you know, like you're not, you're, you own a job. You're self-employed. You own a job, okay? And in, in our book, in our thing that we like to teach gym owners is get the hell out of the operation, guys. You Time is finite. Like the, there is no, there's no 
abundance of time. Yeah. Money, yes. Time, no. Like time ticks. Everybody's ticking away. Like right now, we're ticking away on mm -hmm. the clock. If you are in your business fulfilling on these high ticket or low ticket, whatever the hell, training clients as the owner, I'm talking about the owner. Of course, somebody's got to do the work. Don't let it be you. But if this, <clears throat> if it ends up being you, guess what? You can't do other things. Correct. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day -day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. And you're, not, you're not driving the ship. You're, <laughs> you know, know, pumping uh, coal into the engines or whatever. You know, that's not the position that you as a business owner should be in. No. And unfortunately, I don't think I can think of a single example of somebody who I know that has brought in a high ticket layer into their business that didn't have to fulfill it themselves as the owner or have massive contribution to that happening. Well, me. Well, yeah, but again, we also spoke on why that's not con a continued belief in this business. You well, know what I mean? Like you guys learned some of those things through that process. Well, right. I, I didn't to. have to. I didn't have to fill. And, yeah. and, and here's the thing. Here's the real kicker to this whole thing. And, and, and look, guys, if you enjoy having a job for yourself and that's the what you want the rest of your life, disregard anything I'm about to say. <laughs> disregard it. It's not. It's not relevant. Sure. Um, there's a gym here in town. Great guys, uh, two two team partner. Uh, they're far, far away from me. Um, we've we've been in some groups together and some business B and I stuff early on. And I've followed these guys. And I actually have a couple friends that train at their gym down in. Uh, it's again, it's forty five minutes from here. I invited him to the Grow Summit. Him and his partner. Now the one partner's out of town, so he can't come. But the other partner just told me on the way in, it's like, dude, I would love to make it, but I have to train clients on Friday and Saturday, so I'm not going to be able to make it. And this guy opened up a year before me. They just opened up a new gym. Uh, on paper, everything looks amazing. Like the, the gym looks great. Like it's packed. I know they're making money. But why is the gym owner having to train clients and he can't go to a seminar or a to grow to, uh, something that's specifically designed to grow the business? It, it just it didn't make any sense to me unless you enjoy like that's what you want for the rest of your life. I mean, I'm getting older. I mean, I just had a birthday. I'm 44 or whatever. I knew when Old I was- Old as hell. I knew when I was 33 that I wasn't going to be training clients on the training floor at 65 years old. Absolutely. But yeah. like, you can't, like, where where do you see yourself, right? I mean, if it's, if it's, it's some, some of you enjoy it today. And that's, and that, right? that conversation's massive because, it, you know, we go, again, Girl Summit, right? So- all of the conversations that I had with gym owners that were interested in coming to the Growth Summit, there is, I would say, the leading cause for those that wanted to be there that said they can't this time was because they had to be working in their bit. They could not take three days off of their business and have their business sustain. 
Yeah. That is the biggest problem. If you if you are listening and you are one of those individuals and you can't find a way to be at the next opportunity for growth for your business, that is your number one priority. Yeah. That needs to be. And how do you do it? You get your base operating expenses covered by your monthly recurring revenue. That's a hell of a way to start. You great, know what I mean? That's the foundation. That's if, the base. If you're if that is not the number one focus in your business, if you're not there yet, that needs to be the only thing you're focused on. The only thing. Recurring. Reoccurring revenue. Cover that. Your entire future will change from that point forward. Yeah. And then then you start backfilling yourself and finding, you know, the who's. Yep. And then you find yourself, okay, I can make it to a growth summit or I can make it to this thing or I can go watch my kids soccer game or I can go on vacation for nine days, you know, in the mountains or whatever that is for you. Yeah. Then everything changes. You're not a slave anymore. You're not in your business working to support the business. It's the opposite. So hopefully this is home for a lot of folks. Like I know we're not, we're not dogging on necessarily on the high ticket. I think it's, there's a, there's room for it. There's, yeah. There's absolutely a lane. It's yeah. just how you do it. Correct. Yeah. How you do it. How, how, where your, where's your mindset? Where's your business at when you decide to bring it in? Are you doing it out of desperation? And the one, the other thing is your model itself may never get you there. Your model may never get you to a place to where you can actually ever leave or have enough clients that you don't have to replace in the dozens or 20s or 30s or 50s every single month to maintain. Your business model may be broken to begin with. That's why we we really believe in semi-private training. Yeah. I mean, it's the it's literally the only way. It is. And so Unless you're going to have 556 clients doing large group training, paying $150 a month, you'll never get to the point of millions of dollars or, or paying everything. You know what I mean? So if you're in that model, you, you sometimes ha are forced to, to do high ticket things to cover the gap. But wouldn't it make more sense to fix the business instead of trying to bolt things on to fix the shortcomings of the business. Yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly it. The next thing you know, you know, you're a high, you're a a large group gym that's you know dependent upon apparel and gear and protein sales and high ticket sales and all these ancillary products just to cover base operating. Your, what you should have just covered by your memberships and yeah, and your base operating. Yeah, expenses. yeah. Like, get the business in order first, right? Yeah. Just get your house in order type stuff. Like the model matters the pricing pricing the consistency of delivering your membership just your what is your one standard staple avatar membership you know this is where most of my clients are if that isn't the lifeblood and the like the 80 percent in your business guys everything else goes out the window get this stuff in order first Correct. then the rest becomes i mean it's choices to grow at that point it's not desperation and necessity it's yeah. it's i have the luxury of making the decision on going and bringing in additional mm -hmm. opportunity as opposed to desperate attempts at just getting by. Yeah. Man, that, it, yeah. it blows our minds that. Well, it's clear to us when you're in the weeds, it doesn't, it's not so clear. Sure. So yeah. hopefully by listening to this, coming to the Grow Summit, chatting with us, getting on a call, link in show notes, uh, we'd be able to help you out. We can change the trajectory of your life, of your business and everything in between. So hopefully that helps. That's it for this episode. On to the next one. See you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. 
Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.